हेलो एंड वेलकम यू आर लिसनिंग टू मी रोहन ठकार ऑन इंडियाज फर्स्ट पॉडकास्ट फॉर एथलीट्स दैट इज हिट द रोड दैट्स राइट इन द प्रीवियस एपिसोड वी हैड द महाजन ब्रदर्स हु आर डॉक्टर्स एंड हैव सक्सेसफुली फिनिश्ड रेस अक्रॉस अमेरिका इन 2015 एंड नाउ दे एम्बार्क ऑन अ जर्नी कॉल्ड सी टू स्काई वेर दे राइड फ्रॉम गेट ऑफ इंडिया टिल काठमांडू एंड देन क्लाइम द माउंट एवरेस्ट फॉर अ कॉज दैट इज to create awareness about cardiopulmonary resuscitation that is cpr a life skill which everyone must know and they'll be traveling through the major cities and they'll be conducting workshops to create awareness of this technical skill and uh, in the previous episode if you have not listened do listen to it we covered a lot of topics we uh, we talked about their journey how they got into cycling why they got into cycling and how did they complete the race across america their experiences and much more and moving on to today's episode we are with them once again where we continue what was left behind we speak about nutrition which is the most important aspect in training in sports and we speak about how they plan their nutrition and what do they consume day to day basis and we also speak about how how did they build their crew what forming a crew and how can they make or break a race after that they tell us what their adventure is about and how did they plan the adventure what goes into planning such a mighty task uh, the logistics the training the nutrition the packaging and everything revolving around it so stay tuned and i hope you like this episode so mahajan brothers please tell me what goes into packing that pro- proper nutrition plan and uh, what do you consume when you're travel when you're training and during the race of course during the training yes it is very important to balance and maintain your nutrition because uh, you are extracting something more out of your body and you need to fulfill that you need to Refill. provide that much replenish it it is in the form of carbohydrate as well as proteins then only whatever wear and tear is happening it can get reproduce and rebalance properly as far as in india if you think indian diet is very well balanced provided you are eating good home cooked food in a balanced manner whether it is veg or non veg hardly makes any difference you just need to provide that much required amount of carbohydrate fat and protein and then comes the vitamins and minerals if your requirement of protein is not getting fulfilled by your routine diet then only you should go for a ready made protein which is comes in a powder form and in that also you try to restrict to the good company and plain protein not with any additive specifically i'd like to mention here because very much people get fascinated with all the available products in the market which are most of the time mixed with some steroid for your fast gain so our aim here is not to gain something in a fast manner our aim here is try to keep it as physiological as basic as possible and whether it is veg or non veg if you eat non veg it becomes little easy to replenish proteins from the diet uh, if you are not non vegetarian pure vegetarian even there are so many things available in our vegetarian diet which can give us equally good amount of protein i'll just give you example 
like um, what we say is um, drumstick you know maximum protein content more than chicken more than fish many hardly few people know this drumstick you can eat drumstick then soya bean is there uh, nuts are there so all these things you can use in various forms which can be palatable also and during the activity whatever you are training whether it is a hard activity or whether it is a recovery activity you have to see to it that you are providing sufficient amount of carbohydrate during the activity as well because if i had planned something like training of 1 hour so half an hour prior to that training i should provide some ready made glucose some form of carbohydrate so that during the activity my body should not eat my own muscle or stored energy because stored energy is not that much and after finishing that stored energy if i want to rely that during the activity it never happens that our fat gets burned our body starts utilizing our muscle and our protein and all this thing so this thing should not happen so always we should keep the balance of carbohydrate during the training also if my training is of 3 hours 4 hours 5 hours suppose during that time it is it becomes very important during the training also to keep on having some form of the complex carbohydrate which will keep on providing energy to your body so that whatever you want to gain out of that training your body gains that achieves that rather than self destroying your own muscle so diet is very important so just to summarize three things are like first thing is proper balance of the diet of carbohydrate fat and protein into that and then proper timing during the activity before the activity or after the activity so if you maintain this thing during the training it will boost your training as such i think even mahendra we can add something to that uh, during the training uh, diet yeah i usually carry two bottles one will be a plain water and another will have a some form of electrolyte because if you are doing intense training you are bound to sweat a lot and if you are sweating a lot you are losing a lot of salts so uh, depending upon you know uh, if it is a hot day you can uh, gulp as as good as 1 liter r or it could be 500 ml you know on a cold day also so that is water part of it then alternatively we can sip on water as well as electrolytes now if it is a very long ride like say 10 12 hours i cannot keep on you know uh, some people don't like the taste of uh, electrolyte drinking electrolyte for such a long time so there are salt capsules also which are available in the market they get directly dissolved in the your your stomach so you don't get that distaste or you know that sweetish taste always lingering into your mouth so that is there and this is the liquid part of it and you can munch on you know dry fruits almonds are good and i often carry sandwiches in my you know pocket so i can if it is a 3 hours ride 3 hours or so i'll carry you know a bread jam uh, sandwich uh, wrapped in an aluminum foil and i'll consume one after you know in an hour or so so uh, this way you can replenish your carbohydrate and once you are done with your activity immediately you should have high protein diet for the recovery of it you know that high protein diet could be your eggs or as hitendra uh, mentioned it could be any dal or any uh, food that is rich in protein right now this is one part when you are training and recovering during recovery you require more proteins but if you are talking about race 
when you are performing it for a longer time like ram which is for 8 days or golden rock quadrilateral we wrote for 10 days or recently which i did kashmir to kanyakumari that was i was exiting for you know 10 days or so so in those 10 days when you are riding you should have maximum carbohydrate now you get certain preparations called as sustain energy now all this sustain energy or on the go or during activity those powders are there they will have around 5 to 6 parts of carbohydrate and only one part of protein because you need cash currency or you need glucose or you need carbohydrates to burn right and whenever you are resting say suppose if i stop if 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 i call it a day and if i'm going to sleep for you know 3 hours so what i'll do is i'll take a little high protein energy drink which is for recovery which comes by the name of recoverites or so right so during it is more of a carbohydrate when you are recovering yeah you need to have more protein but this rely relying on these powders or you know artificial forms is uh, what i do generally is uh, during when you are doing that prolonged activity when you are racing for so many days otherwise we should try and restrict if, if possible to have more natural uh, ingredients which are rich in protein and uh, it is not that we are always you know always racing or always training right so there are phase in between when for 6 months uh, you are not doing much of an activity so that time restrict yourself to your own you know uh, home cooked food i would say yeah during the race one funda you should always remember you should never let your muscle specifically in this endurance activity where you are expected to perform again and again and again and again for long hours you should never let your muscles go in calorie deficient state means what means there should be all the time availability of glucose in your blood for muscles to perform now how you can do it by keep on eating carbohydrates in one or the other form preferably complex carbohydrates which will slowly which will get absorbed in your body and keep on releasing the glucose as on needed so you can make the mixture of all these things so whenever we are on a ride what we do is on the ride we try to eat all the available things which are easy to eat like a gels or a, like a high energy drinks or something like that or then even dates or chikki sort of thing bars that type of things we try to eat during the ride but whenever we are off ride even if it for uh, say half an hour or 45 minutes we try to eat chapati we try to eat rice or anything which is solid food which normally which we have like though not in a very high quantity ad- adequate quantity but it is very important to rely on that solid food also because that is the uh, thing which keeps your bowel motility and everything in a good shape which will not trouble you much so balancing this thing is very important the dictum is you should not let your muscle go into calorie deficient state otherwise you will have a bong effect and at one stage you will feel fatigue to the extent that where you will not feel like continuing further that thing should not happen in endurance activity so you need to plan it should not be over also and same thing it goes for hydration also so whatever way you are taking you have to keep on hydrating on an average for burning 1 calorie you need 4 ml of water so accordingly you have to plan and keep on taking it's not like if i need 200 ml of water per hour it's not like at the end of 1 hour i'll have 200 ml try to take like sips every 15 minutes so that 
बॉडी गेट्स द थिंग्स एज इट रिक्वायर्स नॉट आफ्टर एक्सपेंडिंग इट्स नॉट लाइक अ बैंक लाइक यू स्पेंड एंड देन यू रिफ्यूएल इट सो कीप ऑन या कीप ऑन फुलफिलिंग and in this uh, long duration activities like ram and uh, so on uh, let me tell you you burn around 10 to 12000 a day calories a day so uh, and uh, it is said that it is not possible to replenish you cannot eat that much right so nevertheless it doesn't make a difference even if you are consuming 8000 up to 8000 calories that is also fine because you are not doing going to do these activities you know for uh, months together you are going to perform for those 10 days and probably after 6 months only you are going to do some some activity like that uh you know those people who are uh, who target for winning of ram there are guys who don't eat solid food much you know they rely on um, more of a liquid food because they don't want to waste time even going for a you know washroom break so that is the case but uh, what i have realized over a period of time that we indians it's it's very difficult uh, to keep on you know uh, be on only on liquid diet at least i can't be i cannot tell about others but um, uh, yeah as i said when i'm riding you should you will need to rely on one form of uh, drink which will be a sustain energy drink which will have lot of carbohydrates in it and you can have like we are used to having three meals three solid meals so whatever you get in subways you know you get more more salads and more uh, bread preparations that you can have three times and in between these three meals also you can rely on dry fruits and fruits so dry fruits and fruits are best fillers in between those three meals so that is how uh, my plan would be to go f- when you are uh, that if that will be a nutrition plan if i am going to do a prolonged activity yeah so that's why it is important to have a rv type of vehicle where you can utilize the kitchen available kitchen and cook small small things like it's very important at least to have a two solid meals rather than completely relying on a liquid diet that's what uh, i will prefer and then you know you first of all in such activities you are tired and you don't feel like eating anything so preferably if you get things which you like and if they are hot it is added advantage which will help you to keep on engulfing whatever comes in front of so if you have a follow vehicle which has got a kitchen at least some people can make small things like you know egg preparations or make a bread hot sandwiches or then you can just dip it in a milk and eat so that kind of things is possible if you have a kitchen along with you and which will help you to you know prepare things even if 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 you if you have a someone who can cook pohe for you or khichdi for you something which you like easy to digest but provides lot of calories is definitely helpful definitely helpful well that's phenomenal i am sure i'm sure you listeners are taking notes of what they are saying and uh, I, i would like to go a little back and uh, i want you to elaborate on the crew uh, crew part so how did you choose your crew were they from india itself or uh, they were based in the us uh, what goes into choosing your crew and how can one do so very interesting question let me tell you as i said 
when i went there in 2014 just to have a hang of the race till that time i had never visited usa or uh, it was my first visit uh, of course with the aim of understanding the race understanding the technicality of it and then understanding the uh, geographical conditions of the race in that country so i i worked as a navigator in team for a team of atlanta team of, that was team of four and i was just observing all the teams and then what i realized in that entire episode crew members as i said need not be technically very high fi or expert cyclist or expert who has done expert uh, races beforehand no what i realize is the most important quality which in your crew should have is dedication towards the rider your crew should realize that he is not on a picnic here your crew should realize that he is there for the purpose where he is going to help a rider to race in a best possible format and that is possible only if the crew is dedicated because you don't know what work a crew will have to do in that race he will have to navigate he will have to dry you he will have to you know prepare a food shop get inventories whatever work comes so that is only possible if that crew has a dedication and will to work for the racer so first important thing i'll suggest is get a dedicated and that is either your family member or your friends or you know someone who is really enthusiastic about participating in that event may not be your relatives or may not be a friend but then someone who cares for you and cares for the sport then second thing is yes of course if they are educated enough about the race they can understand the technicality very well they can understand the um, exact way you need to help a rider like in race across america you need to understand the rules and regulations you need to obey them follow them like in our part it was going to that country and then you know we here we we follow the we have a right steering um, cars and we follow the left lane it is exactly opposite in usa but then if someone has got that will power there is not big hitch to get over it and follow it then keeping yourself focus for two things one is for rider that yes he's riding properly and i'm supplying him whatever he needs at that time and second thing is keeping him on a track reading that then you need to learn little bit about navigation which is very important as i said there is no one showing you the way standing on the every what they do is at 1 mile you have to take right turn at from there at 3.2 miles you have to take left turn so you have should have a presence of mind to click your trip, trip meter use it properly at every point so that you don't deviate from the route so navigation yeah very much alert very much focus and then at the same time he has to look after those signs on the road inform the rider who is riding ahead of you and keep going as per as driver is concerned he should used to hard work hard work in the sense driving for 14 hours 15 hours that too with a slow speed behind the rider you know there are incidences happen in the race across america where the their own vehicle has dashed their own rider because of sleep or whatever it is to the driver so driver should know how to keep himself or herself 
alert and drive properly with that snow slow speed and then having coordination between all those crew is very important they should not have a ego they should know that yes we are here for the race rider safety is the priority R- following the race rules is the priority so even if i am expert or whatever it is in my field i should see to it that my expertise is put to the advantage of the team not before or not my ego should come in the way so if there is a leader i have to follow the leader i'll just give you example of my team like everyone was knowing that there is a leader and everyone was pretty clear that you may be boss in your field or whatever here you are a team member if you have any problem or if you have face any or if you make any mistake you need to rectify it you need to inform to the leader and at that point you have to whatever decision leader takes you can just suggest but then ultimately you have to follow the leader's decision so subordination is very important in your crew member you should know how to subordinate yourself not only that giving advices so this qualities if you crew have i don't think there will be any problem in uh, having the good crew and success of the team yeah adding to that we had uh, one of our doctor friend uh, dr kujar who was a us citizen so he could you know uh, educate other crew members about the traffic rules and regulations because entirely you have to ride and you have to ride cycle and they have to ride uh, they have to drive the car from the right side of the road so which we are not used to it so we had three friends joining from us there were two more friends uh, dr amol tambe and dr sandeep shewale who were from uk now they are more used to following traffic rules and regulation than we are in india so that's a good quality and uh, all of them were good navigators right and apart from that we had mithen thakkar our our coach was there he was with us so that is an added asset and we had pankaj marlesha who who is a technically very sound guy in repairs of cycle so that is how it divers it gets you know you have people who have different qualities like you need to balance they can, yeah they can drive well they can navigate well somebody can repair well somebody can you know coach can take a call of how to go about the strategy and all so this is how a mixed uh, you know uh, talents you should have in your uh, crew but ultimately one has to remember that he has to follow the leader in any given situation whatever leader takes the decision they should not i had seen people fighting among themselves literally in other teams so that never happened in our team because that coin cohesiveness was there that feeling of uh, priority like priority is the team yes. that was there so team comes first and leader decision yes you can suggest but then ultimately as leader can have a bird's eye view that's why that person is leader so one needs to listen in that situation then only all the team the entire team can move smoothly everyone knows ultra racing is a very expensive sport and how did you go about, go about the funding did you procure it all by yourself or uh, did someone help you and support you to do so as far as finances of such thing in india at least it is not established things all these adventure sports and all these things so procuring sponsorship for such thing is very difficult very difficult first of all it being your passion you should know that yes you have to spend you know when first time we decided after becoming qualified for participating in this race myself and my brother we discussed and we said fine 
this is our passion we need to pursue it so what will happen at the most we need to spend from our pocket so that means what at the end of the life i will have little less bank balance or little less investment but then i will be having a more on a experience side more on a memory side fulfillment side so i have to think that yes what i want at the end of my life i want more bank balance i more more investment or i want something enrich life because you it's very difficult to get finances for such activities even though if we try to involve social cost to it you can get hardly 20% support in a finances from others resting you need to put it from your pocket and then whatever those 20 30% financial help you get that is from usually from your well wishers and friends that's what our experience is now as far as ram is concerned as i said our budget was totally of 50 lakh rupees and how we got over to that most of the things we got in kind from our friends and well wishers like all our crew members as i said they were our friends so they said that okay we will come on our own expenses so they bear their own expenses of traveling you got it without demanding any money leave apart money they themselves even donated some money then most of the money what we could generate was from friends and well wishers that some donated us 5000 10000 20000 like that and only one corporate believed us that time because that time no one was knowing mahajan brothers that time no one was knowing ram race across america but still because of our friend who was knowing abhay ji firodia of force motors he believed in us and he granted some part of money which will help us to conduct the social activity which was conducting free of cost cataract surgeries and corneal transplant surgeries for tribal people so that was our social cause for the race across america that's why we registered ourselves as a team india vision for tribal and to perform that social cause we got financial help from abhay ji firodia force motors so you get a help but for some social cause not like for going and participating in the races that much um uh, environment is not there in india as of now where you can expect so first thing is you need to whenever you visualize such dream you need to be ready that you need you have to spend from your own pocket and at the most 20 to 30% of your budget you can get as of now today mahajan brothers this name is little bit established so rather than 20% we get 30% help because we could create that much um, faith in the people that yes we mean what we say we do what we say we try our best and we try to achieve that social goal also so that's why this finances it will take little time in future maybe our corporate will get evolved they will start believing in the people and they will start uh, financing such activity but as of now we have it is more or less they are self funded that's brilliant so um okay now let's move on to the sea to sky adventure that we all have been here and uh, waiting to speak about this is a very special adventure and it's one of its own kind uh, not many have even thought of doing such an adventure where you will be starting from 
sea level and you will be climbing the mighty mount everest so you are an inspiration for so many people what inspired you to choose sea to sky as your adventure uh, basically we wanted to put all our interests in adventure sports in you know in a one uh, particular expedition and uh, this is a combination of cycling trekking as well as mountaineering so that was the basic idea like uh, many people will be going to mount everest but uh, you know very few will be doing uh, this you know starting from sea level mean sea level all the peaks or altitudes are measured from mean sea level and this is going to be a entire human powered expedition right from sea level to the highest point on the earth that is the top of mount everest so um, of course it was a hitendra's brain child to get this idea and uh, you know we discuss about it and this is how uh, it was um, decided that we do this uh, expedition in a unique way in a different way yeah means what see uh, we we did in last 20 years we were into marathon running we were into mountaineering we were into cycling and somewhere we thought that with every activity society got benefited we could at least encourage some people to take up all these activities and at this stage i thought that why not to combine all these activities why not to bring all these communities together because you know these communities they are the one who care for the health not only of our own health our society health and they are the one who care about environment they are the one you will never find a trekker or a mountaineer um spoiling the environment or uh, littering here and there same thing applies to the runners same thing applies to the cyclist so they they go for a environment they love environment as well and i was just thinking that if i want to put my country at a international level i need to do something different so why not to combine all these three communities all these three activities so that everyone will come together and it can set a different example yes starting from sea level going up to sky level and then mixing up two three uh, activities so that it becomes a unique and then everywhere like it is a norm that if something is unique it will create more impact and that impact can help us to bring awareness or bring social change about our goal of creating like in this case it is cardiopulmonary resuscitation creating awareness so that was the basic reason of planning this sea to sky mission so that we can create a impact in uh, cycling in a mountaineering in a trekking for environmental lover and then for a health of the people and then create awareness about cpr and that's how this idea uh, got generated like uh, when you started planning of this expedition sea to sky what were the things that were there in your mind what was the plan that you had and what checklist did you make ki ye he he karacha hai this is the way that you want to go forward the packaging the logistics everything so please uh, tell in depth uh, what things did you plan and how your checklist uh, we had to first finalize the route so nowadays it is very very uh, easier that your google maps gives you different types uh, different routes and we tried to incorporate as many you know as many uh, bigger cities uh, we can have en route so um, there was this as uh, as we'll be riding this route to in a relay format so we need 
two support cars and uh, we need at least six crew members with us so that is been taken care of and um, i'm happy to share that uh, force motors is again uh, we are supporting this uh, expedition too and they'll be providing two vehicles to us with a driver and all so that was easier uh, that got the things got easier because of this support and uh, as i said the crew members are uh, you know this they believe in us, in us and they want to be a part of it so we chose whoever was very enthusiastic and uh, you know capable of doing multitasking um as far as we have to train for cycling as cycling uh, part of it and for mountaineering part of it we we uh, have also incorporated training with you know around 18 to 20 kgs we carry and that is how we climb mountains and train ourselves now that is a different part uh, you know different activity um, as compared to previous ultra cycling that we have done and logistic planning about the everest part of it yeah you require lot of uh, gears and apparels which has to be you know best of their qualities because you have to go through temperatures more than you know minus 40 degrees celsius so we took help from other people who have been uh, on mount everest and uh, our sherpa we have a agency who will be taking care of uh, after we leave kathmandu so uh, with his inputs with uh, you know you have to read a lot about this expedition and uh, that is how the logistic planning of uh, everest expedition is been done so checklist was like here as there was three activities involved cycling trekking and mountaineering so obviously like cycling part we already have our bikes and gears and everything and it was like a dedicated to the cause so purposefully we planned in such a way otherwise 2300 2400 kilometer we could have covered in you know 36 hours non-stop yeah but then here what we did is our basic aim is to create awareness of cardiopulmonary resuscitation also so that's why we planned it in such a way that we will cover most of the major cities where where our indian society of anesthesiologist doctors they will come out that particular city even as abhay firodiya ji they always believe in us force motors we always say that force motors is force behind mahajan brothers so this time also they participated they provided as a vehicle and their dealers at every place even they will help us to execute this social cause so that's how we planned ourselves for cycling part and then of course uh, for a trekking and mountaineering part as far as nepal governments uh, goes we purposefully we selected a nepal route because it is well established it is safe because that is our passion not our profession and so we always keep safety as a priority we do want to enjoy that thrill of adventure but following certain principles keeping safety as a priority as risk free as possible yeah as minimal as possible so what we can do in our hand we should do so we hired a agency we selected a south coal route because that is well established um from all logistic support point of view we hired a agency that also in last one year i must have talked with so many people who had been to everest from pune mumbai and other places and then we had selected a best possible sherpas best possible uh, agency who can provide us a logistic support who can take the permission on behalf of us from nepal government 
and um, who can help us in a best possible way so after reaching at kathmandu on the way also there will be to all the nepalis not only now it is a indian we will be teaching this cardiopulmonary resuscitation to nepali people also we are getting converted those pamphlets which we will be printing in english and hindi in nepali language also and there on the way we'll be crossing so many villages of nepal so we'll be teaching them how to perform a cardiopulmonary resuscitation to all the cardiac arrest victim and once we reach a base camp then from there we'll be you know we will try to provide that if at all required to any mountain because it is like a global village international village during those two months you will find climbers and um, enthusiast mountaineers coming all across the world with the one aim of reaching on a summit of mount everest so we will be while uh, that mountaineering part also we will be simultaneously providing our social activity we will be carrying our mannequin and at the same time we will be focusing to reach to the summit of the so that planning is as mahendra mentioned we need to purchase a special gear and all two months back we had been to kathmandu we had um, purchased all those equipments which is required some of them we got them here and we are getting ourselves used to it using those equipment using those apparels so that we get used to them and that's how we are training ourselves for this unique mission you have been cycling for a long time now but uh, mount everest is a different challenge altogether uh, the terrain is different the climate is unpredictable totally how did you train for uh, climbing the everest and what did you what was your training plan like see basically we are uh, right from college days we are a uh, hardbound trekker we are trained mountaineers it was after falling into a profession those activities got little restricted but we are fortunate to be in nasik which is surrounded by sayadri mountains and all this thing so what we we keep going in sayadri keep that hobby live and then once in a year we always go to himalaya for one a trek uh, basically high altitude trek high altitude we used to trek. go every year right from uh, say 2000 to 2015 uh, where ram came into picture before that every every year there used to be one high altitude trek which used to go which used to be in the range of say 15000 to 21000 feet so it is not the first time that we are going into the himalayas we have been doing this and repeatedly doing this and we had tested ourselves to 21000 altitude yeah. yeah and we had trained mountaineers like we had done basic mountaineering course advanced mountaineering course though during the college days but then once you acquire such skills you don't forget them now the question is again reviving them in your life so here what we do is a uh, technical part of course we do it in a quarries and all Uh, playing with the ropes and all those uh, hard equipments but then what is required in taking such uh, everest climbing is your fitness should be very good because there you will need to uh, perform in a high altitude where oxygen level is less so you need to build up your fitness to that extent and here what we we do is as we are lucky to be in nasik and surrounded by all over hill what we do is as mahendra mentioned we carry a load of 18 to 20 kg in a sack and then we additionally tie ankle weight of 2 kg each in our fit and then we like nearest is pandoleni so daily we go to pandoleni we climb 
टू थ्री टाइम्स एज पर द टाइम अवेलेबिलिटी एंड ट्वाइस अ वीक और थ्राइस अ वीक और ऑन अ संडे वी गो टू अंजनेरी फ्रॉम बेस वी क्लाइंब अप देयर समटाइम वन समटाइम ट्वाइस एज पास एज पॉसिबल सो दैट टाइप ऑफ एक्टिविटी इज गोइंग टू हेल्प अस टू ट्रेन आवर सेल्फ टू क्लाइंब द अपील विच इज रिक्वायर्ड देयर इन माउंट एवरेस्ट क्लाइंबिंग so those places which hitendra mentioned the one which is nearer and shorter one has a 200 meter uh, elevation gain so that if you repeat repeat for two or three times it's a 400 to 600 meters gain and the long walk or the long trail is uh, having around 700 meters of gain so that is quite grueling when you are carrying 22 kg uh, including the sack weight as well as the ankle weight and as hitendra mentioned your basic cardio pulmonary stamina should be very good your uh, lung volume capacity and your heart rate should be as low as possible which basically maybe uh, since we are into some or the other endurance activities from so many years uh, that is uh, a little plus point i would say why i say this is uh, uh, maybe cycling was a priority before ram but there used to be you know half marathons which i used to run which we used to run without much of a practice you know just for the sake of running we could do it in the 1 hour 45 minutes which which is a pretty good time uh, taking into consideration that uh, we were not training running at all so you can attribute it to your cardio pulmonary stamina which if it is good it is going to help you in all the ways be it climbing mount everest or so so what is required differently is your climbing muscles should develop yeah. how they will get developed that is by doing this activity of carrying lot of weight and climbing the hills repeatedly in this journey of yours uh, from mumbai to kathmandu uh, are you both doing it alone or do you have someone to join you as well will there be people along with you or is it just your you both in this adventure yes we had appeal to all the because see social awareness let it be cardiopulmonary resuscitation let it be health awareness fitness awareness among all our people being a doctor we always keep on preaching that or then environmental awareness so these are our main goals so unless and until see we doing c2 sky mission we doing ram we doing golden quadrilateral whatever it is it is not going to be effective unless and until it benefits society in one or the other way so definitely in this mission also we had appeal people to join us also people are joining us from gateway of india to thana some people are joining us 20 kilometers from thana some people from nasik they'll be coming 20 kilometers on the highway and they'll be joining us so like that we had appeal people and during our experience of golden quadrilateral we are assured that during this time also many people will join us for this short short trips which will help us to encourage them motivate them and spread our social goal that's the way community gets stronger that's brilliant that's brilliant you know uh, i had a chat with chaitanya velal who is also an ironman he trains people for different uh, ultra events like uh, the ultra races marathons iron man and lot more so he tell he told me that he teaches his students to visualize not just the good things that can happen but the bad things that can happen during a race there may be an accident there may be a blizzard coming in there may be several injuries uh, and that visualization he said he said that that visualization 
helps a student to understand and gauge the risk which are there and prepares them to act accordingly so speaking about the risks and challenges what challenges do you think can arise in this expedition of yours as of now cycling part yes uh, first thing is we are doing it in the month of uh, april though the beginning of april so you can feel the heat so days will be heat, hotter yeah yeah so heat is the uh, thing which we have to face then uh, of course the indian of course the indian traffic and um, which we need to be focused on that thing will be and we have to keep on uh, cycling though in a relay for format from uh, mumbai to kathmandu and then we have to keep on delivering our social cause also so these are the difficulties uh, which we will have to overcome during the cycling part and then once we are in a mountain what we have to uh, be careful about is the weather so weather is something which uh, we'll have to look forward for we'll have to be very careful in a mountain because the risk increases here the cycling part the risk is of traffic and accident and all these things and in a mountain it is about climbing it is about rock fall it is about snow fall it is about crevasses it is about uh, you know uh, avalanches all these things so we need to be very careful from that point of view we need to protect ourselves uh from dry air cold atmosphere during the night time and during the day time sun burns and heat you know even if you are in a snow many times the temperature goes up to 35 degree in the day times hot and there at a high altitude because the air is thin ultraviolet rays are quite heavy to the extent that they burn your skin that much heavy and during the night time it is exactly opposite it becomes so cold and so dry that we start coughing to the extent that the cough if we don't protect ourselves properly from that dry cough and all it can we can start coughing the blood also protecting our tips of fingers nose and all these thing from that cold air becomes very important because they can go into a frostbite and to the extent that we may have to ampute those fingers so these are the climatic challenge we may have to face and take up not getting proper sleep at mountains you don't feel like eating still you have to keep on eating for getting energy melting the snow and getting the water and then drinking it in cold weather you don't feel like drinking and in that keeping yourself hydrated is very important so these are the challenges which we are visualizing now and we are preparing our mind and body that how we will protect ourselves how we will keep ourselves hydrated how we will keep ourselves protected from sun what all things we will use how we will dress up so these are the challenges which we expect and which we are preparing ourselves visualizing now so that our body will obey us that time and we will be able to you know face them in a most pleasant way at the same time let me make it a clear here that it is not a destination which is important in our this entire mission it is a journey also which is equally important we are giving equal importance to every day suppose i am starting from gateway of india so for me 
reaching up to nasik going to dhule performing those uh, you know act um, of social cause and that is also equally important for me so if it happens that if i don't reach on a summit of by one or the other reason that doesn't mean that my mission is incomplete or something like that because that is not the only aim here the priority is safety you know when when you say that you have successfully climbed mount everest when you come back alive intact that is very important mountain is going to be there what i have to see to it that i should be there to see that mountain i can go back again so i should never i, I should never carry my ego there my ego is not to reach on the summit if weather if god permits i'll be happily politely stepping on the summit of mount everest but that is not the only part of it or that is not the end of it i need i'm going to respect the weather i'm going to respect the mountain i'm going to respect each and everything so that safety remains the priority so all those who want to take such ventures they should never make it a ego point in anything because all the adventure sports they have their own principles laid down and one has to understand those principles and follow them in doing this activity so that you can enjoy that thrill in the most guarded way in most safest way and keeping this safety in priority if you go there and come back alive then only i can say that yes my mission is successful so if god permits if weather permits we both of us we will try to create this record of two doctors two brothers to be on a top of mount everest where we can have our tricolor flag and have our national anthem there so that it will create a record and encourage mankind to perform such activity in future i was just going through the data of you know previous everest uh, expeditions and all uh, but i couldn't f- uh, find any uh, brothers going on to summit we have sisters from india the malik sisters but brothers uh, i didn't find so maybe uh, if somebody if we could come, come across we'll see and uh, uh, according to profession also there was one dentist and probably i would be the second and similarly there's one anesthesiologist anesthesiologist who had who had been on the top from the world from the world i'm talking about we could be a second dentist and a second anesthesiologist in the world and maybe the first brothers to step on mount everest together wow that's terrific i'm sure you both will be shattering a lot of records and everyone are behind you for that um you both are riding trekking mountaineering and it involves a lot of risk anything can happen anytime nobody can guarantee about it so in this situation uh, we we hope nothing happens uh, but if anything even the slightest scratch if anything such happens what can be done in that situation is there any insurance involved how does it take place and please enlighten us about it correct yeah as i said we are not professional cyclists or professional mountaineers or professional this thing that is our passion basically and when we pursue the passion safety comes the first safety always remains the priority and here in this case that is the only reason why 
we decided to do from a established south coal route that is the established route first of all where support is available help is available so south coal is such a route from where rescue operations are available if something goes wrong from camp 3 also i can get a rescue help so that a helicopter or something can evacuate me from that base camp that is the reason we selected from to attempt mount everest from nepal side to attempt it from the south coal route that is well established route and there are companies which provides insurance also for that anyway rescue is available it is matter of like you are paying it or insurance company paying it obviously if you insured yourself against that there are international companies which provide such help so we need we are going to insure ourselves we are going to pay the premium for that rescue evacuation at the same time if required for the treatment part also we are going to insure ourselves which we will receive which can which can receive there in kathmandu if required or back home in india so definitely uh, we insure ourselves for all such and fortunately nowadays there are good companies which covers all such uh, adventure activities as well so definitely uh, insurance comes as a part of a safety preparation wow that's terrific uh, this episode was full of motivation and inspiration and thank you for coming on this show and inspiring so many listeners out there and i'm sure i'm sure you will triumph this expedition and you are going to shatter a lot of records and in exchange you will inspire so many people to do so take up a healthy living and change their lives altogether thank you for giving your time and i'm sure you enjoyed listening participating in this episode for the listeners out there make sure you give us a loud cheer and give them a loud cheer and support them help them and cheer them in their journey of sea to sky you're listening to me rohan thakar on epilog media this is hit the road and you can catch us on savan apple podcast google podcast spotify cashbox storyo and all other major podcasting apps so make sure you subscribe you comment your thoughts let us know what do you think and until then hit the road guys